You're okay, Jerry. Yeah, this weather, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth, you couldn't have me all at current power rankings at number four. You have to have them. Definitely have them at number one. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start by looking back at another impressive performance from Evan Ferguson. The Ireland international scored his fourth Premier League goal of the season for Brighton and what a goal it was. The 18-year-old flicked one in with its heel and Brighton's 2-0 win away to Bournemouth. He was back in the starting 11 after missing the draw at Brentford over the weekend. The other goal also came from a teenager, 19-year-old Paraguayan Julio Enciso came off the bench to secure the win for the Seagulls. Roberto de Zerbi's side are sixth, but just three points behind third place Newcastle. The Brighton boss said both teenagers could become great players in Europe. Brighton's World Cup winner Alexis McAllister also described Ferguson as an amazing player. The loss for Bournemouth dropped them back into the relegation zone because Leeds beat Nottingham Forest 2-1 at Elland Road to move out of the bottom three. It's so tight at the bottom end of the table. Leeds moved up to 13th place with that win. Forrest had taken the lead early on, but only goal difference is keeping them out of the relegation zone. Steve Cooper's a man under pressure, and the Forrest boss was asked afterwards if he's concerned for his future. I'm just not that guy that thinks like that. I, I always think of the, the greater good of the club, so any sort of worry, disappointment, frustration I'm feeling right now is the fact that Forrest have lost a game that they could have done so much better in. Leicester are still in the relegation zone after a 2-1 loss at home to the inform Aston Villa. Kieran and Dewsbury Hall was sent off for Leicester in their first match since Brendan Rodgers was sacked. Villa are up to seventh place. They continue to impress under Unai Emery. Ollie Watkins has been key to that. He marked his 100th Premier League appearance by scoring his eighth goal in 10 appearances. Since Emery took charge in November... Only Arsenal and Manchester City have earned more points than Villa, who moved ahead of Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp's side drew nil all with Chelsea yet again. No surprise there. Fourth time in a row the sides have been scoreless after 90 minutes. Their cup finals last season both went to penalty shootouts. Klopp made six changes from the 4-1 loss at Manchester City. No Alexander-Arnold, Robertson or Van Dijk. Van Dijk missed out through illness. Liverpool are now seven points off the Champions League places with 10 games to go. That could be 10 points after tonight's games. Klopp admitted it wasn't the greatest game, but it was a start as they ended a run of three defeats in a row, which all came off the back of a 7-0 win over Manchester United. We cannot make six changes and then expecting the best game of the season. We have to. What I expected was a proper effort, proper um, super attitude, super um, mentality, and that's what I saw. So yeah, they had chances, we had chances, especially before half time. Um, in an idle world, you use one of them, and then again, let's have a look how the game changed then. But we didn't, and so we had to fight until the end. They had to fight until the end. It was a super intense game. Um, but not the most spectacular game, obviously. Um, but for us, it's a step. And for the moment, I'm OK with that. It's Chelsea's first game since Graham Potter was sacked. Bruno Saltor was in charge. He says he liked their attitude and effort. Chelsea play Real Madrid next week in the Champions League. Some good news was the performance from N'Golo Conte. His first start since August. He never actually started a game under Potter but it was like he was never away. Meanwhile, Liverpool say tragedy chanting has to stop after songs related to the Hillsborough disaster were sung by some Chelsea fans during the game at Stamford Bridge last night. Chelsea apologised and condemned the inappropriate chants, saying hateful chanting has no place in football. Two more games tonight, a chance for Newcastle and Manchester United to boost their Champions League hopes. Both sides have 50 points as do Tottenham, but Spurs have played two games more. Newcastle have won three in a row. They beat United on Sunday. Eddie Howe's side go to West Ham. 
who moved out of the bottom three with a much-needed win over Southampton at the weekend. United played Brentford. Remember, they hammered Eric Ten Hag's side earlier in the season. United are hoping to avoid a fourth league game in a row without a win. Ten Hag says wins in other competitions, though, show they're not completely out of form. We played uh, 60 minutes against Southampton with 10 men. We beat Fulham. Uh, that's a Premier League opponent. Uh, we beat uh, Newcastle in the Carabao Cup. It's a Premier League opponent, so yeah, so no concern. We know we can beat Premier League teams. Amber Barrett's hailed Denise O'Sullivan as one of Ireland's greatest players. O'Sullivan's in line to win her 100th international cap this Saturday when Vera Pausai take on world champions USA and Texas. O'Sullivan set up Barrett for the all-important winning goal away to Scotland in the playoff last year which secured a place at this summer's World Cup. I think she's arguably one of the best, if not the best, Irish women's footballer over the last 10 years. And getting her 100th cap at the weekend says a lot about, you know, what she's done for Irish women's football. Such a good personality to have, such a good footballer to have, but I think most importantly, such a good person to have, you know, and I think everybody can learn something from Denise, the way she carries herself on the field, the way she carries herself off the field. And there was a couple of versions of the goal that went that went viral, and one of them was a really, was a really, really slowed down version. And I think if you look at Denise's first, as soon as Denise takes her first touch, the head looks already where she's going. And, you know, that's something that you can't, very difficult to teach players that they just some of them just have that natural instinct to go forward and have that ability to do it and yeah the pass you know the whole build up to it but that pass as well was a crucial moment something else that came up in the press conference was the color of shorts in the ireland kit the players won't be switching to darker shorts after discussions with senior members of the squad the ireland women's rugby team have made a permanent switch from white shorts to navy to address period concerns Ireland started the second phase of qualifying for July's women's under-19 European Championships this morning. They were playing Germany and they lost 5-0 in Norway. Croatia and Norway are also in the group. Alexander Cheferin has been re-elected as president of European football's governing body. He was returned to the role unopposed at UEFA's Congress in Portugal. Cheferin will now serve a third four-year term. Something else that was confirmed in Lisbon yesterday was that Switzerland have been chosen as the host for the Women's European Championships in 2025. Fulham striker Alexander Mitrovic and manager Marco Silva could face longer bans with the FA expecting to appeal a decision by an independent commission. The striker's been suspended for seven further games after pushing the referee in last month's FA Cup defeat to Manchester United. Silva's banned from the touchline for two matches for being dismissed in the same game. Thomas Tuchel's second game as Bayern Munich boss didn't go as well as his first after beating Dortmund 4-2 in the Bundesliga on Saturday. Bayern lost 2-1 at home to Freiburg in the quarterfinals of the German Cup last night. The two sides will meet again this weekend in the league. Freiburg will have home advantage this time. Eintracht Frankfurt beat Union Berlin 2-0 in last night's other quarterfinal. The two remaining quarterfinals take place tonight. Holders Leipzig are at home to Dortmund. Second tier Nuremberg play Stuttgart. Romelu Lukaku was racially abused by Juventus fans after scoring a late penalty for Inter Milan before being sent off in the Coppa Italia. Lukaku was shown a second yellow card for celebrating in front of the home fans after his 95th minute penalty made it one all on the first leg of their semi-final. Juve say they will work with police to identify those responsible. Scuffles broke out between players on both sides after the equaliser. Cremonese play Fiorentina tonight in the first leg of the second semi-final. And Osasuna have reached the Copa del Rey final for only the second time in their history, thanks to a dramatic extra-time winner away to Athletic Bilbao. Osasuna came into the second leg with a 1-0 lead from the home game, but Anaki Williams levelled the tie for Bilbao in the first half. The game went to extra-time. It was going to penalties, but four minutes from time, 
Pablo Ibanez scored the first goal of his senior career. Osasuna have never won a major trophy. The problem for them, though, is they'll play Barcelona or Real Madrid in the final. The second leg of that semi-final is tonight at the Camp Nou. Barca won the first leg 1-0 in Madrid. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off the Ball. The Football Daily on Off the Ball.